Hello, my friends and listeners, this is Aaron Odom from Triton Theater in Sheridan, Wyoming, coming to you for another theater horror story. Ooh, man, I almost couldn't make it through that one. <laughs> yes, that was rough. I don't do any of this in post. It's all me right here. You're welcome. But coming back to me for a theater horror story is our guest from Passion Plays in America, John Rodolini, illusionist from Las Vegas. Ahoy, ahoy. Now, I've talked to a lot of actors. I've talked to uh, some stage technicians who have had some stories. But as an illusionist, oh, man, I can't wait. And you said you've got a doozy. So feel free Uh, to hit me with it. All right. So there have been a few. And uh, in, in my career as an entertainer, as with any entertainer, you, you learn sometimes by things going wrong. Oh, yeah. You learn what not to do, what to do differently. Uh, you learn how to prepare for things. And sometimes, no matter how much you prepare, something still catches you off guard. But right. uh, first one might be one of my favorites because it's a testament to some of the great folks that helped me get started. Uh, started off little kid, like magic. Then I went to, to high school, learned about magic after I kind of forgot about it, started doing it for my friends and family, started doing birthday parties and little corporate events, and then eventually uh, went to, uh, to try and do it in a the theater setting. Mm-hmm. And that first theater, I had taken my, my personal savings that I had as a college student in community college at the time, booked out the theater with no idea how to do a full theater <laughs> magic show. It was basically, here's what I know. Here's things I'd like to do. Can we do them? Let's find out. Let's um, find out. Yeah, you know, gung-ho. So I got some friends together, and thankfully, they were willing to help me build stage illusions that normally you would practice ad nauseum. Right. Uh, but, you know, I, I was very new and very fresh-faced, so to speak, <laughs> and did not know better. <laughs> So we uh, were getting ready and I learned some great lessons. One of them is in a magic trick. If you don't know what the end result is supposed to be as an audience member, then if something goes wrong, as long as I can weave a story or as long as I can salvage something, you, have, you likely will have no idea, right? Right, right. So I have, right. I have benefit of the doubt as the entertainer unless I point my baseball bat out in the left field and call my shot, in which case then <laughs> you have an expectation. So I, uh, I, as a teenager, uh, was asked, what can we, you know, John, what can we expect at the wild theater this weekend? You know, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. And to end the show, I'm going to make a, a motorcycle vanish while suspended in midair above the stage. Oh God. Yeah. Like yeah. As, as a layperson, as a person who doesn't do stage magic, like 
I, I am not a technical person either. I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine where you would start with that. And I'm not asking you to reveal your trick here, but sure. But my God. Wow. Okay. So motorcycle is so, going to disappear. Yeah. Mo motorcycle is going to go into uh, let's call it a cage, a big box uh, that has no, uh, no walls. Uh, those are made out of canvas that kind of come down and it then gets suspended above the stage uh, so that you can see that there's nothing below, nothing above, nothing around, you know, to make it as fair as possible. Then you tear away the canvas, poof, it's, it's gone. gone. Yeah. Cool. Uh, All right. So All right. That uh, is something that has been done in Magic. You can actually purchase the apparatus to do those things for a, a sizable chunk of money. But I had, in my spare time, had this little notebook of Magic effects and how I would try to build them if I had the means. And okay for a while had had the means to uh, to build you know talk to local metalsmith company in sheridan and they were kind enough uh to um make fabricate the cage uh in a way that could get broken down so that i could store it or tour with it or whatever right. uh you know all sorts of different local groups really like they heard about what i was doing i had a shoestring budget they worked with me it was great and awesome. i had some okay. great theater riggers at the theater but it's showtime two shows Never have done this trick before. Uh, we are building the show, like behind the scenes stuff, up until showtime. Like doors open, curtains Ooh. closed, we're still doing stuff. And again, I'm a teenager, never been in this position before, <laughs> right or wrong. And so I'm saying, okay, we're not going to do this illusion. It's not, it's, it's not, not going to work for some reason. We have, like, I, had enough that I, I knew build more than what you need. And if it all works out great. And if it doesn't fine, but I had already gone on record saying and said, I'm going to do the this end one. of the oh show. You will see a motorcycle. It will be gone. Thank you. So <laughs> here's what happens. I mean, I'm imagining maybe, what's going to happen. Maybe the day before the show, uh, we find that one of the design features that I had put in did not function as intended. So it had to get Ooh. gently redesigned. Fine. Okay. And okay. without giving away the method uh, for how this worked at the while on this, uh, this weekend, there was a, a part, let's call it, it's about 50 cents, that it is uh, doors open, we're walking through the last of the things. Show number one, you can hear the audience. Thankfully, the community's buzzing. Really got behind what I was trying to do, which I'm mm -hmm. grateful for. And it's like, okay, we, we've gotta gotta do this. We're prepping it, and that part failed. The the oh. mechanism that would have made this work, we figured right before showtime, could not work. Oh, so I go now knowing, you know, as a, a, a professional now or what I'll call as a professional since it is my career, I, yep. I, I might've earned that by now, but uh, <laughs> now if, if it is a, a thing that, you know, you can't do flat out, it's just axed. But again, I have the, the luxury of having other things that I can put in and a good right. entertainer okay. can sell that. But mm -hmm. it's, it's uh, hey, uh, we're going wheels up. Like, it's showtime. Everybody in positions. Uh, 60 seconds to show. 
and we don't know how the finale is going to happen that night. So okay. <laughs> we have an intermission, you know, doing an intermission. I said, all right, a uh, couple backstage folks, let, I'm going to have you noodle on this. I'm going to noodle on this as I'm performing this show for the first time. Uh, let's reconvene and figure it out during intermission. There we go. Okay. Doing the show, we get to intermission, race backstage, and it's okay. The problem that we have, you can get the motorcycle in the box, getting the motorcycle secretively out of the box and where it needs to go in the time frame that we have is not possible due to the mechanisms that we had designed not. Uh, something had failed, and we did not have a spare. Oh, okay. That night. Okay. Like something it- I could have gone to the hardware store and and, and likely picked up a new one, but it's nah. shared in Wyoming. Great small town, but after a certain hour, stuff's closed. So, so how, what, what size of motorbike are we talking about here? I mean, is it uh, a dirt bike? Is a, it a, 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 no, a, a Honda a GSXR uh, racing motorcycle, like a, oh, okay, a colloquially okay. known as a crotch rocket. Crotch rocket. So, yep. weighs a, a few bike, hundred pounds. Will. Yeah. Yes. Like, not the heaviest of bikes, but also not the lightest. Like it's not a dirt bike that you can go manhandle around. Mm-hmm. So we get to intermission and I remember we were all chatting and thankfully everyone's kind of on the same page of band, like band of brothers style. You've got to get this done. Yeah. And I, I'm calling with a couple people on the fly and I said, all right, what do we have in the back? We have duct tape. We have garbage bags. <laughs> we have, uh, you know, ingenuity uh-huh. and, and hope. And <laughs> thank God um, we had an idea. And Ooh. I said, okay, uh, you, you, and you go cut this out of a garbage bag. Uh, we're going to change the trick. So instead of motorcycle goes in the box, box goes up, curtains come down, you see the silhouette. All of a sudden, strobe, 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 and then the bike uh, or the cover comes off, bike's gone, and there's a, a lovely young lady in its place. Bike comes out of the back of the theater. What we elected to do instead, and this is also scripting the routine on the fly, oh, was man. turning it into my team pulling one over on me this one night. And it's, okay. We have to explain why the girl's going to be in the box at the end. We have to explain where the motorcycle went. I'm going to pretend like y'all came together to help make this possible because we had to have extra people making this function. And so the order of operations was the bike went into the the box this, this particular evening. You can see the silhouette, but the curtains come down before it goes up in the air, goes up in the air. Still see the silhouette of the bike. Strobe, strobe rip down there's the girl bike comes from the back of the theater the same bike <gasps> mind you less than a second later that's oh. i'm still very proud of um and is a testament to some of the unique build features of the wild theater uh, at the uh time. yeah so um and <laughs> yes there's magic tricks there but we do it and i might have footage of it um i know i definitely have the second one but it was an intermission that was supposed to maybe be 15 minutes. We made it a 30 minute intermission because people were MacGyvering <laughs> solutions out of duct tape and garbage bags. Yes. Oh yes. 
Not pretty. Oh. But in hindsight, <laughs> it did the job. And even if it might have looked, you know, I, I'm sure it probably looked a little sloppy for a finish. But to see the motorcycle, like any doubt people had, like, okay, it is gone. Wow. Maybe not the most pretty thing. The minute you could hear that start up in the building from the back of the theater and know that it is the same, like write your name on the bike, it's still there, yeah. um, was really rewarding. So that's that's one that I feel proud about. Wow. I can give you others that wow. I feel less proud about. But yeah. Oh, and that's the still, lesson, wow. That's lesson amazing. learned was teamwork <laughs> makes the dream work. And maybe unless you're deadly set and uh, deadly certain that you have spares, entire duplicates of the trick, contingency plans, <laughs> maybe don't tip the finale of the show when you've never done it before. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. That's awesome. The next That's night awesome. we got the part and did it the, uh, the intended way. And it worked like a charm, and I have not done it since. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, you know, I mean, that could be just one of those yeah. things that uh, is going to make a comeback someday here, John. I don't know. <laughs> uh, you know what? Stay tuned. Uh, wh why not? It is in a warehouse in Sheridan in pieces. Oh, maybe it'll get cleaned up someday. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, John, thank you for sharing that. Well, I mean, for a while, horror story that turned out pretty dang good, actually, by the time, yeah. by the end of it. So kudos to you. Gosh, I love that. Um, and thank you for doing this episode again. I really appreciate it. And for my my pleasure, my listeners out there, this has been another theater horror story. And we'll get one out to you again sometime soon. Ta-ta. <laughs>